Welcome, everybody, to the Assuminati podcast. Hey, welcome in. Thanks for Hi, guys. Oh, fellas. I love the energy. Love it. We like, <laughs> we're just a couple of guys, actually, three to be exact, giving mm-hmm. our opinions and just assuming yeah, there's something happening. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's right. some definitions that we'll be going over today. That may be one of them. <laughs> giving our opinions and uh, we're just assuming there's something going on behind the scenes especially with last week's episode we like to thank everybody who listened to us regarding cryptocurrencies we hope you enjoyed that let us know what you thought again not, no advice was implied or given when it comes to finances just wanted to repeat that for the 50th time right. no financial advice was given and not none a will be given threat. none will be given this episode either uh, what we're diving into is very similar though we're going to keep this mysterious it is a mystery is a lesser known subject in the world out there but man it's everywhere you see it left and right especially if you watch just a little bit of tv or surf the intranets you're going to see an ad for cryptocurrencies you may also see news stories on what are called nfts which is what this week's episode is on so we're excited to dive into it, what the, what the heck it even means, what it means for you, why you should care, and what the future of NFTs might bring, what, what that might look like. So that's kind of the, some of the stuff we're going to dive into. We're going to turn it over once again to Uncle Crypto slash NFT Bobby for a little bit hey more guys. information on what these NFTs are, why, why we should care. Well, I don't care. Okay, but end of episode. Wrap it. End of episode. Uh, <laughs> but if you asked me about this like six weeks ago, I'd say, what the heck is an NFT? Um, in fact, I texted these, you guys a few weeks ago. And I was like, what's up with this NFT stuff? We should figure this out because I read an article about these crazy ladies that were selling pictures of ducks as NFTs and making like buku bucks. And I was like, you know what? These aren't even cool pictures. We should do this. But let's talk about what is an NFT. So it's a non-fungible token. What'd you say? A non-fungible token. Does that make sense? You guys know what it is now? Fungible. That sounds fun. Keep going. Yeah. I mean, non-fungible probably doesn't give you any more information. So really what non-fungible is, is it means it's unique. It can't be replaced with something else. So last week we talked about cryptocurrency and that Bitcoin is fungible as opposed to non-fungible, meaning you could trade it for another Bitcoin. Are you um, saying fungible? Yeah, fungible. In there? Ooh. Yeah, fungible. 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 That's fungible. Fungible. I don't know how fun it is, but it's fungible. Those hard G's are tough for some people to pronounce, but keep going. Yeah, there yes. go. that's true. Yeah. yeah, there's some dialects, Matt, that, okay. you know, does not come out the same. Um, but anyway, so these NFTs are non-fungible um, tokens, uh, meaning it is unique. It's one of a kind. It is an original. So if you're into artwork and you went to a museum, you'll see very pretty works of art. Um, one you may have seen before is the Mona Lisa. Right? You guys have seen the Mona Lisa? I've heard of it. It's yes. famous. There was an original, but there's also lots of copies out mm-hmm. there. So having a non-fungible token, it is a way of selling essentially artwork. 
So people out there, they've been doing things, doodling some things, putting it up on the internet, but they essentially put it out on that blockchain we talked about last week. And once it's put on that blockchain, what it's doing is is, is putting a record in time of this, this non-fungible token and someone can pay for it, trade some cryptocurrency for it. Um, typically, these NFTs are going to be on the Ethereum network, but there are other cryptocurrencies that you can, um, or blockchains you can trade it on, but Ethereum is kind of where it started. Um, but anyways, you put it on there, and then if, if now I put it out there and Matt chooses to buy it, there is now a record that it, for all time, eternity, and longer that says Matt is now the owner of this NFT. So, and then it can be traded just like cryptocurrency. Um, but essentially it means you own it. Nobody else can own that original. So, That's correct. and let me just add to your definition here, Robert, because you can also get not just visual art NFT, but you can get other art types uh, NFT as well. And I think um, music now is one that kind of piques my interest. You can now have music NFTs, which I think is going to be the future of how music is bought and sold because currently uh, there's not a whole lot of money in art, music art for, for the musician, right? But music NFTs could change that and pretty soon. So that might be something to consider too if you're, if you're in the mm -hmm. music industry or if you're putting out music uh, as a, an artist that can be now put out as NFT. I think there's uh, one of the, one of the bands. There's some band that just came out um, with a full album out for uh, as an NFT. You're yeah, the first one to do it. But anyway, it's uh, it's now out there, and that's just another one. Of yeah, the it's a great platform for artists because it allows them a way to put it out there to sell it, have a record, and then you can get um, royalties as this sells in the future, right? So the original person to sell it can, no matter who sells it down the line, can get a royalty. Um, but there, you could have something that's truly original, can only be sold once. Well, sold to one person at a time, I guess. But then there's other things. It could be like a trading card where, you know, there's 50 copies of it out there. And so that means 50 people can own it. So just like real artwork, like I have some really cool Star Wars paintings that I picked up in the Chicago O'Hare airport, but they're like, there's only so many copies of this that were ever produced and will forever be produced. And so the idea is that they'll be worth more money someday because you cannot just go procure this item. So that's kind of like NFTs, only it's very much digital. Um, they have tried doing physical objects as NFTs, but you know, I don't think that that's really like taken off necessarily, but the technology could be used to say, you know, this is how you transfer ownership of a car, for example. Right. Yeah. It's interesting stuff for sure. Yeah. So Brandon, why don't you tell us about some examples of well, some I, of these crazy things you've seen? I like Matt's, well, let's go with what Matt was talking about earlier, music. I thought that was super interesting because yeah, it's, it's, it's been dubbed the art the fine art future of the world, but it's so much more than that. It's so much more than an image. There's like you said, music. I think I'll use uh, exhibit a Snoop Dogg. So we all know him. He's everywhere. He's, he? in, he's in every commercial. He was in 
two or three commercials during the Super Bowl and the halftime show. I mean, everywhere. Well, he's not just a hustler on TV. He purchased the original uh, Death Row Records that he, that he premiered on way back in the 90s. And he's turning his record label into an NFT record label. It's really interesting. I, I recommend everybody go Google that that story. It's really, I, I don't fully understand what the plan or what the vision is there. But you're right. They, uh, they can collect more royalties this way. You can own one of Snoop Dogg's new songs for five grand. You can actually own one of his songs as an NFT. Mm-hmm. Now, there's many other people that will own that with you, versions of that, but that it will be a limited supply. Yep. that people can trade for in the future. Uh, I'm just zipping through some of the headlines here. Just to, again, this is March episode is airing. Uh, they, like Bob Dylan, for example, Universal and Sony spent half a billion dollars recently buying out his catalog. That made some big headlines. They're flipping or they're turning around and they're beginning to make NFTs with Bob Dylan with his own music. I thought that was interesting. And Dolly Parton, this, I don't know, lover, hater, one of the greatest songwriters of all time. So yeah, some of the things right. that she's got going on, I'd recommend looking this up. So she's releasing an album. Now, how she's hyping this album and making it more interactive with her fans, she's releasing the album, she's releasing NFTs related to the album, and she's writing a book with novelist James Patterson. So it's a three, wow. a triple threat here promoting this new album coming out and she's using the the blockchain the these nfts to to, to promote what's that cool about that is like dolly parton's old <laughs> okay yeah she's old there's just no way around it yeah, right she's... but but she's still willing to get on this new technology to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. i think Which, that's pretty cool super yeah it was super surprising to hear dylan was okay with with looking into things like that well he's retiring like he's sold out and there's actually a lot of these older artists that are basically cashing out because what they get paid on royalties from like Spotify or yeah. Pandora, or whatever is, you know, it's pennies for it every really time is. it's played. And so they're looking at it and it's like, you know what, I can sell the whole thing and I won't get any more money, but I, like I'm getting millions for it right now. As far as the strategy behind using NFTs, to interact with your fans and to gain better royalty access as a musician is genius. It's mm-hmm. just like the cryptocurrencies we went over last week. You're cutting out some of those middlemen. You're coming straight to the source. I can go straight to this marketplace that this artist has created the song or this art piece. And I can interact almost directly with that, with that artist. That's kind of cool. I can uh, pay them millions of dollars for these these works of art, so to speak. Yeah, yeah so I the th- music definitely <laughs> makes sense to me, but tell me about some of these pictures. So the pictures of the, the bizarre, that's probably the more popular one, or the more popular subject when it comes to NFTs is this art movement. Now, like you said earlier, Robert, there's only one Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. But how many copies of the Mona Lisa have you seen? They're, they're everywhere. Billions. But there's yep. prestige that comes with owning the original. And that's the same thing that's happening with NFTs. Yes, yeah. I can screenshot this crazy cat slash Pop-Tart flying through the air that sold for millions of dollars. We'll throw up some pictures for those watching our YouTube. 
And I can screenshot that all day. But do I own the original? I don't. It's just a copy. And so that's yep. that's where these unique, non-fungible tokens come into play. You own the original, which is kind of cool, especially if they're a well-known artist. You know mm -hmm. that you have the original file that they created or the original copy that's going viral in the internet. And that, that brings a little bit of prestige and value yeah, in like this marketplace. Banksy. Like Banksy. He sold some big things on there. So some of the big artists to look out for and some of the collections, let's just go over that briefly, just so you know what to look up, what to Google, and maybe what to make sense of what you've already seen at this point. Uh, the, mo the One of the more popular artists out there <laughs> is Beeple. I'll just say it again. Beeple. B-E-E-P-L-E. Beeple. You can look it up. Uh, maybe go to Spotify or, or Apple Podcasts and, and type that in. And he's done interviews with quite a few big names. Uh, I think Howard Stern, Rogan, person. But he, once upon a time, committed to making a new art piece per day. And I think it's gone on for thousands and thousands of days. And so he's creating NFTs daily. Mm -hmm. And they are selling for big money, huge money. Some of them for millions and millions of dollars. The one that really got me looking into NFTs just because of how cool they looked, was the, it's the Bored Ape collection. Have you guys yeah. seen these? I have. So there's a couple different versions here. The more popular one, the one that are, uh, the original was the Bored Ape Yacht Club. And so there's a series of these ape images. Sometimes they're selling as collections or singular, and these are going for a lot of money. And people can't get enough of this board ape collection. And there's a couple different versions now. They've they've created some spin-offs. But the, yeah, they look pretty cool and they're going for some big money. There's these crypto punk, which are the ones that are really blowing my mind. They're pixelated pictures of of just images. And some of these things have gone for millions and millions of dollars. And they're still trading on the secondary market to this day for more and more you know money this reminds me of i just have to say so maybe this predates you guys because i'm a little older but when i was in elementary school and maybe junior high they had these th these cards these trading cards called garbage pail kids oh, i remember yes. garbage okay. pail kids yeah okay yeah. so it kind of reminds me of that it's like you you would look for certain garbage pail kids right and you would try and get that collection together well it's the same thing these days except for a digital version you know? yeah well and the only other thing that's different now is you you know like brandon like you said there's one unique original version right and that's that's the sought after one right All right so and that's where you're going to make the money but that's it's kind of the same thing it's cyclical you know yeah we have these things that we value garbage pail kids of all things to try and collect but now it's digital it's just done yeah, but but I gotta say, like garbage pail kids understand it. It was cheap, you know, a dollar less. You get a pack. You have fun with it. Pokemon cards, baseball cards, all well and good. Who the bleep are these people spending millions for these little sketches of these monkeys? Yeah, they look cool, but it looks like some dude on the subway was just sketching and was like doodle 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 now i'm gonna sell it for a million bucks that's nuts and the 
the ones that are just blowing my mind, like the board ape, you can tell there's some, some artistry, some cool, cool culture going on there. The, the crypto punks, I'll throw up some images here. Are, are the, really the ones blowing my mind. These are just pixelated images that you can barely make out. Uh, one just recently sold for 12 million. Just one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. And then you got these ladies I, that I read that article about, like, you know, they weren't, they didn't know how they're going to pay their bills. They were going to lose their little, their little farm, whatever. And they started drawing these ducks and selling them. And like, they've totally saved the farm, turned everything around. Man. And yeah, they're kind of cool little pictures, but my gosh, like who's spending that kind of change on a little doodle. So here's, and here's an example of who these people are purchasing these things. So yeah, like Snoop Dogg, for example, he's a, he's accumulated 13 to $14 million worth of NFTs over the last couple of years. So he's building an NFT portfolio and it's, it's already appreciated by millions and millions of dollars. The most expensive NFT recorded, here's another artist. I know I mentioned Beeple. Pac, P-A-K, is, is the one that, that's right up there with Beeple. So they sold an NFT for $91 million, almost 92. Oh, wow. And it was to a total of 30,000 collectors pitching in to purchase it. So these are 30,000 people going in on an investment basically together this this singular nft so they own a they all own a piece of this nft i thought that was really interesting they all own a piece of something that doesn't exist yeah exactly the the most expensive singular owner nft was was beeple's first five thousand days so he took the nft from each of the first five thousand days he did it because he's doing one every day created a huge compilation collage i guess you could say and somebody purchased that for 70 million $70 million. Yeah, some people have less sense than they have money. Unreal. So it's super, super interesting. I mean, again, these things are being traded as if they are physical fine pieces of art. Now, I don't know if you've watched any documentaries on actual fine art, physical fine art. That industry is nuts. It is absolutely nuts. Almost, and that once you compare it to the real art world, it's not that far-fetched. No, in the real just, art world, you, you could have a famous artist put a streak across a black screen and those are selling for millions of dollars as well. So it's just as crazy. It's just digital and people want the prestige. How do you display these? Well, uh, for example, Jack Dorsey, do you guys know who Jack Dorsey is? The Twitter CEO. Yeah, he just took a screenshot of the first tweet ever created an nft out of it and it sold for three million for example he donated proceeds but these these people are setting these nfts as their profile pictures on their social media pages so they're showing off their purchases on social media some of them are just making putting them on a screen in their house as if it is a piece of art so people come into their mansions and they see the board ape collection for example on this person's wall and they again it's prestige i own the original yeah and uh, i just don't understand it now i I get artwork to hang in your home but i've never understood like people that pay pay millions of dollars for it right but it's that supply and demand thing um and the real artwork is a lot of tax write-offs for the wealthy right so it'd be interesting if that's how (laughs) this nfts turn out but 
Like, I think it's crazy, personally. Like, Uncle Bobby's here to say today, y'all crazy if you're spending a million dollars on a digital image. Oh, crazy. And I, I think crazy. that's, that's I, even as, as we looked into it, and even as I said, okay, I kind of see where this is coming from, it's still, it's still well outside of my lifestyle. However, that isn't going to stop us from trying to break in. And so Matt is a good example of that. Matt. You're part of this world, aren't you, Matt? Absolutely. <laughs> why don't Just you walk us? Week. So, Matt, you're going to walk new. us through. Uh, why don't you walk us through what you recently recently encountered when it comes to NFTs? Yeah. For sure. So, I decided to dip my feet into the water this week and jump in here to the NFT world and create <laughs> one. So, I had to do a little bit of research, but there's a lot of good YouTube videos out on how to create uh an nft for yourself and how to sell that nft out on the marketplace so i did exactly that so i'm going to give you the six step process to create an nft uh and sell that nft out on the on the market so if you're wanting to make some money if you're wanting to get in the game here it is so step one first you want to create a piece of digital art so how you want to do that is completely up to you uh, you can grab a photo you can put some effects in there you can create a design whatever you want to do there's several different ways to do it you can use a photo editor uh, I downloaded one called PixArt uh, it was free on the App Store so you know I <laughs> by the way I should just back up and say that none of these names are are sponsoring this podcast uh, yeah they just happen to be um, apps that I kind of gravitated toward because they were easy to use. Okay. So Pix, PixArt was the first thing I, I did to create my art piece. And all I did was to take a photo that I had and uh, made some digital effects on it. That's it. So now you've got your item for sale. That's step one. Now you want to go ahead and buy some cryptocurrency. If you don't have some already, you need to find uh, a way to do that. And, and again, I'm not being sponsored here by them, but I used Coinbase uh, to create an account. I, I know that there are some others. I think Robinhood is one. Um, there's there's probably a half dozen of those uh, that you can get into, but I I used Coinbase. So I had some coin, uh, Bitcoin, and I had some Ethereum all, already. Um, and so that was my thing. So, so then step three is you need to set up a digital wallet. Um, which is different than having just a Coinbase or a Robinhood account. Those things are fine, but you need to have a Coinbase wallet to be able to uh, to transact and to use your Ethereum or your Bitcoin or whatever. I used Coinbase wallet, so it's it's Coinbase's pro product, I think, um, but it's a, a wallet that's separate. It's a separate app from the Coinbase app. So you would just go to the App Store and download Coinbase wallet. And then you connect those two things. So you, you just do a connection between your Coinbase wallet and your Coinbase account. Then you can add money like you would normally for like if you're buying stocks, for example. You would just put money from your U.S. dollar uh, from your bank account and connect that. Now that you've got that connection made, you want to go ahead and choose an NFT marketplace. Now there's several of these out there. The one that I gravitated to was OpenSea.io. So that's out there. You can It's a decentralized uh, app. You go out to that. You create an account. Then you can link your Coinbase wallet to that account. 
and you upload your photo or your artwork or whatever it is that you've created, your NFT, if it's music, fine. You upload that, and then it gives you the option to sell that piece. <laughs> and that's what I did. Um, some some things that I learned, and that's, by the way, the sixth step is selling your artwork. So you can, you can do that. But one thing I didn't consider um, until this week, and I learned this kind of the hard way, <laughs> is... First of all, there's a lot of security around these these uh, transactions. So if you're doing more than one transaction at a time, your account will be blocked for like 24 to 48 hours. That happened oh. to me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then the second thing is all of these, and Robert mentioned this before, all of these need to be uh, compatible with Ethereum. You can't just use Bitcoin, for example, uh, on OpenSea.io. You have to use Ethereum. It has to be done. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what else to consider. The other thing is the fees. There are transaction fees or traffic fees associated to each transaction that you make or each sell, sale that you set up um, for your artwork or your NFT. And they are extremely high right now. So you want to set, when you're setting your price to sell, you have to uh, set it higher than the fee or you're not going to make any money on your artwork. You go okay. negative. So the fee... As of today, March 2nd, 2022, when I checked it earlier today, was almost $75 just for the fee. Just to Holy post your crap. artwork for sale? Yes. Wow. But then when it sells, you have to pay another transaction fee, right? No. But no, the, the buyer does. The buyer does. Yes, that's yeah. correct. So there's a fee for the seller, a fee for the buyer. Yes. And then... When they estate? sell it, they pay a seller fee. And the oh, next buyer pays a buyer fee. That's correct. And on just, and on and on. Yeah. 75. Yeah, so those things I learned the hard way. And that's that fee fluctuates based on the traffic um, in the marketplace. So right now, it's a super busy marketplace. So there's a lot of traffic. So the fee is extremely high. And when you go to post that item for sale on uh, OpenSea, for example, there's a warning that pops up and tells you what the fee is. So if you didn't set your price right or you set it too low, um, you're going to end up paying to sell your own work, right? <laughs> you have to be able to pay to cover that fee, um, and then anything above and beyond that goes to you. Wow. And that, in a nutshell, in a really quick nutshell, <laughs> there's a lot more to it than that. But what I, what, what I would recommend is going out to YouTube or DTube or whatever and searching how to set up an NFT for sale. And there's a lot of different videos out there that do a heck of a lot deeper dive than we've just done, but that just gives you kind of a basic understanding of how to put an NFT out there um, and how to potentially make some money from those. Wow, that's awesome. So let's see it. Let's... So I just sent you, I think in our chat, so Brandon can display this when we edit. Um, it's called <clears throat> Monday Man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's out there in OpenSea.io. I love it. That looks really good, Matt. Thanks. I it can feel really it. Hard. I feel that one. The title really brings it home. So what happens if it just sits there unsold? I don't know. I guess I'll find out. Uh, there, there is a lit, there's a time frame that you have to put in there, right? So I chose the entire month of March. So mine went up yesterday or actually early today. So the second day of March and it has until the end of March to sell. That's right. 
So there you go. I mean, we talked about the whole uh, process, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, that, that'll be exciting. Maybe we can follow up on a future episode to see how, see how many millions you end up with. Billions. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I had no idea the fees were that way. They fluctuate based on traffic. That kind of makes sense. Kind of like a an Uber prime time or taking advantage of, of the hot market. Sure. So it seems like the market's being flooded right now with NFTs. And it's just a matter of notoriety, I guess. How do these things catch on? How do people find these? And how do they become popular? Yeah. A couple of cute old ladies making some ducks randomly just happen to catch on. I the banana on the wall. You've banana. seen that one, right? Oh, why mm-hmm. is happening? <laughs> well, and the crazy part is, even though somebody bought that, like people take copies of it and it's in articles, and so everybody's seeing what they bought, right. and they get to see it for free. So then, now that Matt's dipped his toe into the uh, NFT lake so to speak and thank you for doing that we look forward to seeing what happens with that nft robert and i took a stab at it um here's mine it's just a. I just messed around with a skull the assuminati logo just had some fun on procreate on the ipad but you never know it, it mm-hmm. that, that's how some of these other nfts started i'm sure and then robert look at this yeah. avant-garde look at this this sexy man here staring totally back sexy Woo. i have not named it yet so if anybody okay. wants to give this one a name Bobby um, put it in the comments something yeah that'd be great to, to see a name i think a name can really elevate i think mm-hmm. so too nice all about that. like yours matt it totally fits i can feel that i see the title i see the picture yeah, and i maybe. i screenshot the picture and now i own it too <laughs> you know we're a bunch of budding artists you know, That's correct. Th- or something. you heard it now. We're, like we're this something. is where we got our start. Like we're gonna be the next Banksy's, less graffiti, but you know, popular, the less performance. That's fun. So, I guess we'll see you in the metaverse, huh? With my yeah. my, my cryptocurrencies and my NFT art and music. Yeah. Yep. All my NFTs will be on people's uh, metaverse house. Nice. Yeah. Create. Totally jumping into the metaverse. So, so anyway, that's it for today's episode of the Assuminati podcast. Today we talked about NFTs. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Join us again next week and we're going to dive into the metaverse. If you don't know what it is, next week is for you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen to your podcasts. Share it with your friends, your family, like us on Facebook, and comment what you thought of today's episode. Until next week, have a great one. Thanks for listening. The end. Bye. Ciao. Ciao. All business, all the time. Non-fungible Bobby. Uh Uh-huh. The non-fungible Bobby. Fungible. Fungible. Yes. Who knows? This stuff is like somebody's pulling the string somewhere, right? Hey. Somewhere. Somehow. Someone is. There's something going on here. Yeah. Your chair's crooked. Or am I crooked? 
I'm just going to screenshot all these NFTs and give them to the people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's for free. Free 90 free. Get your free monkeys. Yeah. Have you rebooted your computer recently? Turned it off and then turned it off back on again. Yeah. Um, no, maybe I should. Have you tried dropping it on the floor? 